Hello, Miss Ruth Ann. Welcome back to Talk CDL. Last week you were out sick, and here you are alive again. Well, I, I'm definitely here. How alive I am, I'm not 100% sure. <laughs> well, I mean, honestly and truly, you know, I always say that being sick is a nice diet. You know, and I say that in a jo joking way, because, you know, some people can get really sick and die. Yeah. But, like, sometimes, you know, when we get the flu or whatever, and we don't eat for a few days, it's, you know, you, you take off that weight that you want to take off. And um, as we can see, you've lost a couple of pounds from being sick. Yeah, I did. Yeah. Are you? I'm trying to figure out, though, if you're, like, glad or... <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I normally do keep you corn-fed, but, you know, <laughs> so, so you dropped a few pounds. But you it's only because I'm not a big meat eater. <laughs> no, but you look good. I mean, honestly, truly, I, I and uh, personally, I'm one of those people that when I get the flu every couple of years, you know, and I don't eat for, like, a week... It's just a big baby. I'm happy. Be honest with you. I'm happy with the 10 pounds I lost while I'm sick. It just sucks when you go to, you know, okay, now I'm back eating again. And then you, you somehow work your way back up to the weight, which really sucks. You know, it's just, I guess it it's finds a, you it's a You human. lose the weight, but somehow it always finds you. Yes. We were discussing that at the studio the other day. We were saying about, you know, everybody was talking about losing weight and doing certain things. I said, but it always finds you. Yeah. You lose it and it, it finds you. It's, it's one of those things that just. It appears again. It just, it, you can't like hide from it very long. It's right back at you. Yeah. Okay. Well, so I'm, did you enjoy doing the podcast without me last week? Um, to be honest with you, I, I, I don't, you know, um, there's some podcasters out there mm -hmm. that, um, also have a nice podcast that we listen to every now and then. And, you know, some of them do it all by themselves. Mm -hmm. And personally, I'd rather someone to talk to on the show versus, rattling on and on and on. I mean, don't get me wrong. The, the people that we hear are pretty good and I like their podcast, but that's just not my thing. So no, yes, I am happy you're back. Yeah. I almost brought Johnny acid on. <laughs> so, okay. So onward to trucking, trucking, um, a couple things, um, wanted to talk about today. Now the, we talk a lot about, um, carrying guns, stuff like that, or for your protection in the truck. Mm -hmm. And, you know, we're big advocates, like you have a carry permit, I have a carry permit, and, uh, you know, we believe in the Second Amendment. You believe We believe that we should be able to... Defend ourselves. Well, I mean, our forefathers believed it. You know, they're the ones that instill. They said, listen, every human being should have the right to protect themselves. And there's been... If you read, if you read in the news... I mean, just in the last year, I couldn't tell you how many homeowners literally were woken up by somebody breaking into their house mm -hmm. and some of these people come in with guns themselves. Mm -hmm. In fact, there was one the other day where the homeowner actually died. It had ended up with, it had a shootout with someone breaking in. But um, in a lot of the cases, though, the homeowner shoots the bad guy bad guy dies or gets severely hurt and goes to jail. Mm -hmm. That's what the second amendment was about. Okay. Being able to protect your property, your family. I mean, who doesn't want to be able to protect their little kids? Mm -hmm. Somebody breaking into a house, not meant to be man. It's yeah. just not, listen, you're not supposed to break into someone's house. If you concentrated more on going to school and doing the right thing, you'd be making money that way instead of having to steal for a living. And if you break into someone's house and get shot, it's your own problem. Yeah. If you can, if you can make it past my dogs, you're not going to get much further because, you know, my P365 is going to be pointing right at you. Yes. 
Your little nine. P three six five. I always think of um, Martian. Yeah. P three six five. So obviously, this has something to do with trucking. There was an article about a truck driver in Maryland. He was on the interstate, merging traffic, whatever the case is going on. He points a gun at somebody more than one time, I guess for them to, I don't know, to back off, you know, whatever. I don't know if there was a road rage going on, but listen, first off, and we'll get into this subject here in a second, but if you're a trucker and you point a gun at somebody going down the road, first off, if they're in a car, which they were, you're 20 times bigger than they are. You're the big boy. Why are you being all bully? Yeah. That's like, that's like, um, a guy that's like six foot four with all kind of muscles, you know what I mean? Pulling out a weapon to fight a little five foot to me or not even a, a smaller person, but like say a kid that's like 10 years old, you know what I mean? Like, you know, you don't, there's no need to do that. Mm-hmm. So I guess he was, I guess the truck wasn't intimidating enough. So he allegedly pulls his gun out several times. And I guess he also threw water bottles at, at the car. Water bottles or a regular, you know. Like, no, I think he said a water bottle okay. in the article. And so um, we pick up the story here in, let's see, let's see, it says, um, motorist described the truck driver throwing a water bottle at his car and pointing a black handgun at him three times from the cab of his truck. Um, he was on Interstate 95. And uh, this was after the four-wheeler merged in front of him. So I'm guessing, you know how like it'll go from five to, and in Maryland, there's several times on I-95 and 295 and all that, those, those loops and all that, where you're merging, it'll go down, it'll go from like seven lanes to six lanes to four lanes. And I'm guessing maybe a construction area. I don't know what the merge was, Mm -hmm. but apparently the car beat the truck. To the, to the merge, and apparently the trucker didn't like it. And look, I'm not sticking up for anybody here. I'm just saying, pulling out a gun, for real, pulling out a gun in traffic. That has nothing to do with the carrying of a pistol for your protection we, that we advocate for. Right. That has nothing to do. For, with for your own protection. Now you really went on what's called the offense when you do that. Yeah, no, you, you're a bully. Yeah, you're a bully. Well, I can tell you right now, they, they in the article it, it mentions, okay, he's in jail right now. They pulled him over. They asked him if he had a gun because the motors had reported it. And he said, nope, I don't have a gun. I don't mm. have a gun. You know, and so now you make it worse. You know, first off, there's... You know, you see the videos now when a cop pulls you over, if he has reasonable suspicion that you've committed a crime, he has to have, and he has to what they call articulate that. He has to say, here's the crime that we suspect you of. That right there gives him a right to take you out of your vehicle and search your vehicle. Exactly. They have to feel they're either in danger or they suspected you of a crime to search you, your person and your vehicle. That's the law. Mm -hmm. And so obviously with a report, 
from motorists. This dude's in a Freightliner. The cop pulls him over, and he says, no, I don't have a gun. In the middle of talking to the guy, he notices, I guess, an open bag or something in the truck. And guess what he sees? A magazine loaded. So, obviously, at that point, you know, you don't normally carry a loaded magazine for a handgun if there isn't a gun to go with it. Mm-hmm. And, long and behold, I guess, in the utility box, they found a Smith & Wesson also loaded and they took this guy to jail. Now, the lie added to it, which really at this point isn't probably going to be making it all that much worse, but the penalty, they said, it now becomes a committing of a crime of violence or let me see if I could find what they call, oh, here's what they're charging him with. First degree assault, Use, see, even though you didn't physically hit somebody, when you point a gun, that's considered assault. Okay. It's an intention. Right. It says first degree assault, use of, a f- uh, use of a firearm in the commission of a felony or crime of violence and second degree assault, which carries a maximum sentence of 25, 20, or 10 years, depending on how he's convicted. So now let's just say he gets the, the, the less punishment out of this. Okay. He gets the lesser punishment. You're in your tractor trailer. And let's set, let me set the scene even better for you. There's a good chance this guy has a family at home, the trucker. Mm-hmm. Wife, kids, counting on him, right? He's out on the road, making money, making a living as a truck driver. And he gets... Involved in this crime. He doesn't actually hurt anybody. Out of anger, he just points the gun. What? He points the gun. He pulls it out to say, I've got a gun. You better not mess with me. That's basically what you're saying to somebody. When you pull your gun out in traffic or as a what we would call a warning, you're saying, I have a gun. Don't mess with me or you could die. Mm-hmm. Okay, I watched this movie the other day, this series, it was called Inside Man. I was telling you about it. Mm -hmm. The guy's like an FBI profiler. He murdered his wife. He's on death row, but he helped solve crimes. And he made the statement. He said, everyone's a murderer. All it takes is a good reason and a bad day. Seriously, think about that. Right. You, you, You catch your spouse cheating. You get fired from your job. You lose a loved one. You're having a bad day, right? On top of it, you know, you're going down the road and you got this really tragic thing on your mind. And then all of a sudden somebody cuts you off in traffic. Just like this guy. Now, I'm not saying that he had a reason. I'm just saying he was having a bad day, obviously, mm-hmm. to pull a gun out. I mean, I'm, I doubt, I mean, maybe he has, but I doubt he probably ever did that before. Because normally when you do that, you're going to get caught. Mm -hmm. And so a good reason and a bad day, and you can go to jail for life. And now he's facing 10 to 25 years. His family's at home, and then all of a sudden they get a phone call that day. Honey, I'm in jail. 
they're they're saying I well most likely he said they're saying I pointed my gun at somebody. And the other thing you got to be careful of, there may have been somebody videoing this whole thing. Mm-hmm. You know. Mm-hmm. So now where do you go? Honestly, I I guess because the way I think, first of all, when you go and get your concealed carry, the first thing they say is never pull your gun unless you expect to use it. Exactly. So when you pull your gun to say, hey, I got a gun, don't mess with me, you're you're then taking, you're actually the reason people will, like, if you pulled your gun on me, you're making me then pull it on you as I'm intent to use it then as my 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 safety that's the purpose of it good point so that gentleman just took that same step as a robber a gangbanger a um whoever you know what i mean like anybody on the offense well yeah anybody that's that's there to threaten your life Mm -hmm. so he just did what the average person does the reason that amendments around he just did what caused us to to go to those extents you know what i'm saying and and you know and i know some people don't really think of it this way also but i always look at this other one point you're also shitting up the trucking industry yeah you know what i mean like you're now that guy that people some people hate truckers over mm-hmm. you're now that guy that people are going yeah you're that guy that is now known by certain people and the rumor will spread. The rumor is now going to spread about a trucker that was bullying somebody on the highway with his truck. Mm -hmm. And then on top of that, he pulled a gun out. Mm -hmm. Okay. And pointed it and he was throwing things out of his truck. Guys, I'm going to tell you something. If you've got that temper seriously to where you cannot go without, you know, trying to threaten somebody on the road or run them off the road or whatever you've, if you know that about, you're better off not getting your CDL. If you're coming into the industry and you have that, I'm going to tell you something. The industry will get rid of you. It really will. You will be known as a hothead. You will be, I mean, there's several, um, there's a, a thing called DAC, DAC, which is owned by higher right in the trucking industry. And when you're a driver that has, Several times where people call in and come like, for example, people call in because there's usually your, the phone number and the trucking company and the DOT number is right on the side of the truck. Mm-hmm. How's my driving people? Exactly. And so what happens is, believe it or not, you can get a reputation with trucking companies and they, they mark it down as um, constant complaints. And so what happens is if the motoring public, if, if people are calling in going, this guy cut me off. Now, you might think. Oh, ha, ha. And, I, and you did it and pretend it like it wasn't your fault. Wink, wink. But if it happens two, three times at the same company, they're going to let you go. And then the next company that hires you and you're cutting people off and people are calling in. I'm telling you, I've, I've talked to safety personnel and they've told us several times, yes, we have certain people that we had to let go because you know, obviously they kept getting in trouble with cutting people off. And so guys, gals, if you're got a hothead on the road, I'm telling you, you need to come to a conclusion in your heart that you're going to just slow down and let everybody go around you. Don't feel like people are cutting you off and having to get, I mean, yeah, I get it. People cut off big trucks all the time. I get that, but you're supposed to be a professional driver. And if you're going to have a hothead wanting to fight, throw things out your window or worse yet, pull a gun out, 
Mm-hmm. Okay. You're going to get run out of trucking. Mm-hmm. It's not even worth coming into the industry if that's your attitude. You know, F the four-wheelers. That's not a good attitude. It really, you know, us against them, us against the four-wheelers is not a good attitude. I'm going to tell you, first off, your daughter, your 16-year-old daughter, trucker, if you have a temper, there might be another trucker out there. What goes around comes around. Gets pissed off because your daughter cuts somebody off. And next thing you know, he runs over her and hurts her or kills her or just puts her in the ditch. And now you're bitching about truckers that run people off. Mm-hmm. Okay, start by cleaning up around your own temper, your own area. That's really the way I want to leave this portion of it, Ruthann, because I'm telling you, some of these guys, they don't realize just swerving it. Hey, I'm telling you, just swerving at somebody. You know what I mean? Just going, okay, I'll swerve towards them a little bit. I'll, I'll creep into their lane to scare them a little bit. Truck, some truckers do that. Mm-hmm. Okay, and next thing you know, it's on camera. Next thing you know, you're getting fired. And next thing you know, it's going on your references. And if it happens with more than one company, now you've just put yourself out of really most trucking companies because now insurance companies look at you and every trucking company's lawyer asks the same question. If you have good lawyers at a trucking company, what they ask is when you go to hire each driver, how defendable in court is this driver? Mm-hmm. Okay. So look at, let's look at this guy. He's had a history of cutting people off. Right. Mm -hmm. And now you're saying to yourself, if we hire this guy and he cuts somebody off and hurts somebody, guess what? They take you to court and they go, look, you hired a guy that was known to do this. And now you hired him and he cut the wrong person off and killed somebody. Now you lose your trucking company and millions and millions of dollars because it's called negligent hiring. Mm -hmm. So don't be that trucker that causes trucking companies to not want you. Seriously. No, just don't be in the industry. If you can't control yourself, get out of the industry and go and work in somewhere where there's a not that you're not around a lot of people. If you can't be people friendly, get in a, in a, in a position that you're not dealing with a bunch of people. Yes. Moving on, Ruthann. Moving on. Ruthann, today we are brought to you by National Carriers. Their phone number is 888-311-7076. Got beautiful Kenworth T680s. They're looking for company and lease drivers, solo and students. Give them a call. Three. I'm sorry, 888-311-7076. We also have Carter Lumber. They have 160 locations all east of the Mississippi. Chances are they have a local job if you have a Class A or a Class B waiting for you today. If you want to get off the road, get out of that winter snow know where you're living in it for weeks at a time, call Carter Lumber, or I'm sorry, go to carterlumber.com forward slash talk CDL. That's www.carterlumber.com forward slash talk CDL. Drivers, if you're looking for a local job, get in touch with them today. We're also brought to you by DriveWise, D-R-I-V-E-W-Y-Z-E dot com. It's an app-based company. You download the app and you are bypassing the scales just like that. And we've had companies tell us that they saved money by switching over Mm -hmm. to, so if you have several trucks, switching to DriveWise is going to save you a nice monthly check. Check them out today. DriveWise with a Y, D-R-I-V-E-W-Y-Z-E.com. And tell them ToxyDL sent you over there. Let them know that's how you heard of DriveWise. Ruthann, moving on. Moving on. So, guess what? Mm. It's interesting. <laughs> there was a, a uh, another article I was reading about, um, and I actually didn't really quite remember this because there's, it, it happens so much where truck drivers are paid to smuggle illegal immigrants across mm-hmm. the border. Uh, but in the beginning of the year, um, 53 immigrants had died in, in the... Uh, 
in a reefer unit. And so what the, the headline is, they're taking the death penalty. I didn't even know they were seeking the death penalty on the guy that masterminded this and the truck driver. Now, brothers and sisters that are driving a truck, let me just start by saying this. Just like we were talking about the, we should title this crimes on the road. Seriously, maybe we will. Literally, just like we were talking about this guy that pulled out a gun, he's facing 10 to 25 years just for pointing a gun. Okay, now what happens if 53 people, human beings, we can call them immigrants, we can call them whatever you want. They're humans. Okay, the United States is made of immigrants, okay? These are people. Whether they came in illegal or not doesn't mean they deserve to die, and the law is on their side. So I'm going to tell you this right now. What happens when 53 people die? Well, guess what? The death penalty might be off the, off the table, but you're never getting out of jail. You're, you're done. Mm-hmm. All because you thought you're going to make a quick couple dollars. And, and to you, 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 you may be reasoning your head one time, I can really make a lot of money and blah, blah, blah. And guess what? I think they were, they were um, uh, quoted as saying they didn't know that the reefer unit, had, I guess the reefer unit shut off or broke down. Mm-hmm. And you know how fast it'll heat up. You know, I mean, in that sun, um, you know, down in South Texas, the sun is brutal. And, you know, it probably went up to 120, 130, 140 degrees inside there. And they suffocated and pretty much died. Mm-hmm. So what are your thoughts? I I actually despise um, human trafficking, period. I mean, that's what you're doing. You're trafficking a human. It doesn't matter if they paid you to get them on the other side or not. You're You're taking their life they, they're paying you to to chance their life whether or not they survive or not you know what i was thinking about and and again i'm not trying to shove bible scriptures down to people's throat but in acts it talked about the baser sort you know what i mean the baser meaning low lifes mm-hmm. seriously they, they talked about this group that they called them the baser sort meaning they were like you know criminals People that you know, wanted to riot or cause trouble, they called them, they went and gathered uh, people of the baser sort. And I was thinking, how does a trucker, how does a trucker actually come across people to say, hey, we can, we can make you a lot of money. I mean, how does it happen? How do you meet, how do you meet the guy, Mr. Big, that's supposedly paying like 10 grand a person or whatever he offers you? Okay, I hear it's like 10 grand a person, something like that. But how do you even meet that guy? And the only way is if you are of the baser sort, if you're of the low life part of, of, of humans that hangs out with dealers and troublemakers, maybe gun runners, maybe smugglers, like you said, human trafficking, you wouldn't be able to get that offer to you normally, unless of course somebody comes up to you at a truck stop. But my guess is, my guess is, I doubt they just pick anybody out and just come up to you and offer it to you because obviously if they would offer it to the wrong guy, the wrong guy's going to, you know, maybe take a picture and, 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 and report you. So these guys play it safe. They know who they're going to recruit to become the, the smuggler driver that's really got all the responsibility on his back. And so... The only way I, I believe a trucker can actually get this offer is to be a scumbag himself. You know, that the, it, they pay a lot to come into another country. 
you know, if you think about it, if the driver's getting 10, the other person that's coordinating, I mean, you got to think there's what, there's no, at least more than two people involved in it. Everybody's got to get their cut, you know, so it's a good chunk of change, you know, think about that whole year's worth of salary for some people. Yeah. So what I'm saying though is it, all you have to do is find a lawyer and do it the right way because there's steps that you take where you actually do it the correct way and it will be cheaper, you know, and you can actually do it all without having to worry or chancing your life. I don't, I I don't understand it, but I do have an article that goes with what you're saying. Hold that article for one second. Question is this. Okay. As far as these guys, when you run over on your hours as a trucker and you get into an accident because dispatch, your dispatcher asked you to run over on your hours, who's DOT and who's gonna, who is DOT and the rest of the authority is going to blame? The dispatcher or you? You. Is the dispatcher even going to say, yeah, I told him to do it? No. No, exactly. Okay, who, who do they blame, okay, if you knew the roads were icy and you drove anyways and you, and you kill somebody on the road, you should have been pulled blamed. over. Who's going to get blamed? You are. The trucker is, right? Yeah. Well, it's no different when you do the drug smuggling or the, the, the human trafficking. It's the exact same principle. They're going to come to you. 99% of the responsibility of those deaths are all going to fall on the trucker. Trucker, Yes, they want to catch Mr. Big. And if they catch Mr. Big, he's going to get in a lot of trouble too. I get that. Mm-hmm. But 99% of any decision behind the wheel of a tractor trailer falls on the driver. So really, you take the initiative of saying, I'm responsible for these people. And when they die, you're screwed. Anyways, you have an article on, on what did you, what was it about? On, on, on all of this too. Go ahead. What but, do you got? But here's the thing. They're not going to find Mr. Big because. Well, well, they did on this one. They have Mr. Big on this particular one. I think they have the person that's, they, that's taking the fall for Mr. Big. Well, you might think what you want to think. All I'm saying is they, they said he's the mastermind, this guy. They have him. So I don't know. Maybe like you said, maybe he's the middleman. And Mr. Big really isn't Mr. Big. Mr. Big is the person that says, if you put me in any of the words, your whole family's gone. (laughs) We'll rub you out. Okay, so what do you got? Okay, so just recently, this past week, there was um, another incident where 120-plus immigrants were found shoved into a tractor trailer. Really? It was found on the um, Mexican side of the U.S. borders. So... They um, didn't make it into the U.S. They found them and totally disbanded it and, and so forth. But it was over 120, and it says the government of Mexico stopped the tractor trailer packed with 123 who had little to no ventilation from getting to the U.S. southern border. So they found that. They go through and explain how, you know, that they had found them, that they had stopped them, but... They also gave some more information on statistics, but the new thing that they're also finding out is Uber drivers are being paid to transport them from the um, Mexico into the U.S. too. So now they're just calling an Uber? They're calling an Uber. And getting transported over. Uh-huh. That's kind of crazy. And there's, there's one that was just caught, this Uber driver. They had a nine-year-old boy shoved in the trunk, and there's like six... I think it was six people shoved in the vehicle, 
Plus, there was three more in there that were doing the, the transporting. So this SUV was jam-packed with these people. And the other, you know, the other ones, they, they got to understand when, when, when they get pulled over for it was like a traffic violation, they bail. Yeah. But, yeah. but the people that are being transported are stuck there because they're like, what's going on? Some of them don't get to, like, jump out. But here's one of the things. One of these people that were in the vehicle is they said the person's name, which I really don't want to say their name, but they were a actual, um, they called them a. Coyote? No. Tango Blast gang member. What's a Tango Blast? Is that like some kind of gang? It's one of their gangs there in Mexico and. He's one of the passengers that is known for that. So, and this is with this nine-year-old little boy. So it's like, not only is, you know, we're getting these people that are wanting to make their life better by trying to come from Mexico into the U.S., but we all know that we've been getting the drug runners and all these other, but here's a known gang member that's now trying to come in too. So there's got to be a stop. But here's, listen to these statistics. Okay. Okay, the total number of migrant deaths in the U.S. southern border, now the U.S. side of it that they've done in 2022 was 856. So 856 human beings died because they chanced their life to come over into the United States and someone was, was, was playing roulette with them, right? And that's the highest they said so far. So overall, there are more than 2.3 million migrant encounters this fiscal year, up from the more than 1.7 million encounters in 21. Yeah, we're definitely growing as a country. There's no doubt. And it ain't going to stop. Well, it may stop, but it's, it sure ain't stopping now. So it's, 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 it's well, I think the, the main thing that's really like 15 migrants were stopped in a stolen bucket truck in Texas from trying to come across the border. So, I mean, like, they're, they're doing it in any way that they can, but they're saying it's, it's right now at the, at the worst and um, the highest with the deaths and so forth. But Wow. Well, thanks for reporting on that. That's, that's kind of crazy stuff, you know. Yeah. So truckers, Uber drivers, you know, they've got, I mean, we know that tunnels have been dug, all kind of mm-hmm. things that they've, they're, they're, get, they're pretty inventive on how to get people into the country. Um, you know, hopefully uh, they'll come up with a solution, you know. Uh, moving on. Moving on. Yes, moving on. In fact, that's the podcast for, for, t- for today, Ruthann. Um, do you have the word of the day? I do. What do you got? Let me turn my volume on. Ready? Go ahead. Autoptic. Autoptic. Do it again. Autoptic. Autoptic. Interesting. What does it mean? It means seen with one's own eyes, belonging to or connected with personal observation. So when you tell someone, I seen this, it's autoptic. Interesting. Mm-hmm. And by the way, the word of the day is brought to you by Word Genius. Word Genius. They make us smarter every day. You guys go to Word Genius and download. I don't know, is it an app or you just go on their site and they'll just sign up and they'll send you a yeah. word of the day. Yeah. They're, they're not our sponsor. We just kind of adopted them and we like to promote them. Yeah. Ruthann, we are out of here. Peace. Peace. Praise the Lord.